everybody to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And I'm Nick Dean. For one last time, if you can hear, there's a tear in our beer because Nick Dean is uh, leaving us. Nick, we want you to list every place that you try to craft beer and which beer you had at that place <laughs> while you were here. You know what? I just have to say that most of them were at T&P Tavern. Okay. <laughs> there you go. To, I mean, it's pretty bad when you walk into a place like, Nick, your usual? So, <laughs> bad or good, I guess. Yeah, that's good. It's very, very cheers, very cheers like. You know the heck the heck of the thing about Fort Worth is you could be gone five years and you walk back in five years from now and they'll look up and say, Nick, you're usual. Yes. It's like, oh, I didn't realize you hadn't been here in a while. Well and and uh, along those lines, we've talked a, a little bit about how Fort Worth is definitely a very hard city to leave in Dallas, Fort Worth in general. And yeah. Nick was the inspiration uh for our cover story for DFW.com and uh we faced our own mortality what if we only had one day left in what dallas if we fort worth had to leave fort worth yeah and well that what, what, probably for you bud that's probably happening a couple what, times what people want to run you out of town that's right well i've left both you know both of my own volition and and uh, and by direction before but yeah what what's the uh, what's the going away meal what's what's the farewell meal i went to austin and came back i went to dallas and came back but you know <laughs> the, uh, some of those facebook followers would just as soon have you head out of town that's right, right. They, they can they, be mean they, i tell they, you they, what they, they get you out of the state though they they they, they, they both want to throw me out of their party and i be like that uh, but you your eats beats bud right now everybody loves eats right this well, is eats beats bud Every, nobody likes to argue about barbecues so. <laughs> well and yes and and this was not a controversial story although some some of the choices, I guess, you know, you could argue with. Well, we, well, we all uh, went ahead and sort of put it, put our brains around what would be our our uh, fantasy last blast meal, well, not just meal, but the end. Talk about his, yeah, the entire day. Yeah, I mean, it was like this is like the ultimate bracket. What makes it in your final menu? Of right. A day of yeah, eating? and so, we want to make sure this is a going away meal, not a last meal. Last meal. No, no. Right. It's, it, but. It, it, the assumption was is you're not going to be back yeah. in Dallas-Fort Worth anytime right. soon. So, so, so where do you have to go? So your farewell, Nick, sounds really good. Right. All right. So I decided I'd start. Um, my friends and I here in Fort Worth, who I made friends with in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. um, we always go to Lucille's for brunch. So I decided I'd start Lucille's with coffee, um, splurge with some beignets, and then also have their lump crab and spinach omelet. Lu- Lucille's one of those terrific places. You just feel comfortable when you walk yeah. in. The food is, is much better than it has to be right. and uh, not super expensive. It just feels like a Fort Worth place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the name Stateside Bistro. It feels like that on the inside. They have a great atmosphere. The people are nice. And you know what? I never have to wait long lines. Like I get to sit yeah. down and eat, which is nice. Sometimes you don't, in the brunch, you want to be like not stressed about where you're going to eat and if you're going to get in. So it's just a very casual place that I will definitely miss. All right, that's a good start. And then I head over to Rodeo Goat, our burger champion, because you can't leave. But I decided that I just love two burgers too much to like pick only one, so I'm going to ask for them to do half salted sow, half uh, taco Oaxaca. I'm sure Chef Keith Grober would be happy to <laughs> serve that up it's to you. Especially if it's my last one. And I'd also have Raw Ugly Pug while I was there because I really, really like that beer here in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And then, luckily, I can go to Conoroso in Fort Worth now because it opened on Tuesday. I like the idea of you dashing over to Dallas for uh, some Conoroso. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I probably should walk there after all I've eaten. Conoroso, I have the Honey Badger pizza, which is this incredible pizza that's off menu that has this habanero honey drizzle on it that just makes it 
I don't know, it just makes it really great. Very terrific uh, suggestion there, an off-menu uh, yeah. suggestion from Nick before yeah. he leaves. Yeah, <laughs> now, poor, poor, the poor guys at Counter-Rosso, everybody's going to be coming in asking for the honey badger. Uh, like, the big how thing come everybody's asking for this pizza? Big thing, what time do they open? They open at 5. We could five. probably... They could go over there, and then beginning next week, they open at lunch. They open uh, beginning oh, 11 at lunch, Tuesday. beginning Tuesday. And Nick was there on opening night. and uh, I was there as soon as I heard about it. He, <laughs> he, uh, they had him throw out the first habanero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was there. And um, in Fort Worth, they have a special right now. Or I think they always do, but they called it the special of the night was the Gypsy Danger, mm-hmm. which is this, like, it has, like, serranos, jalapenos, um, some kind of marmalade that's also or a sopressata marmalade. It's really good, too. It's spicy, but it's really good. It sounds like opening night went off. Almost without a hitch. I th- when I got there, everything was going great. The oven was, you know, piping hot, and my That's good. pizza was perfect. Good to hear. So, and they are selling. Uh, we I had somebody email me and ask me if they were doing beer and wine, and they are. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're fully functional, and as of next week, there'll be lunch and dinner. So. Place going to be packed. So oh yeah, go at an off time. Yeah, <laughs> you know that was one thing I, I wrote about in my first look for dfw.com, which you can read on dfw.com. Is that I walked in on the Magnolia Avenue door. And that's not the front door, which is really confusing because mm. it looks like the front of the place, right? But the front door is actually back by Live Oak. Yeah, the garden um, patio door yeah, is the, the garden, front door. Right. So you come in and you walk through the whole restaurant. So if you're trying to get to the wait list before other people, you should go And the, the right parking door. situation is going to get pretty crazy yeah. over there with all those yeah. places, I know. Yeah, it's going to probably And there's be a couple intense. of banks where they don't want you to park. And, right. Yeah. So, so. Th- I mean, there's a lot in that dense area. You've got Brood, Conoroso, Live Oak, Sinjuku Station, Yucatan. I mean, right. there's a lot happening. Well, yeah. and, you, and you didn't even venture too far off of Magnolia for your next stop, right? No, I did. Well, no, I went down to the beard lady and took a break and had some beers before I kept eating. A Martin House Daybreak, nice yes. choice. I have loved that beer since it came out. A, a nice, breakfast beer, a nice light choice because you are otherwise eating fairly heavy. <laughs> and then my absolute favorite place that I would have my last last meal at is Nonatadas, also on Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's I love that it's BYOB, so I thought I'd throw in Oliver's, which is where I sometimes grab wine downtown before going home. Um, grab a bottle there and head over to Nonatadas and have their veal in Voltini, which is an incredible, incredible dish that you have to have at Nonatadas at least once. They're going to put up like a billboard with your picture on it and say, <laughs> Nick Dean, the Prince of Magnolia, <laughs> or right. all these places. I really, you know, I think it's a great area, and you might as well have you know things on there. You know, you might as well have one place you can always go to and know, and I think that the neighborhood behind it really supports it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's doing well, so... Well, Bud, you also contributed, and, and you know, obviously you have a lot more history here than Nick does. So, what what are some of your places? Yeah, but I, Rick, I think I mean I think I want your last meal. I, I like your last meal too. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll talk about mine first. You all talked about breakfast, and I didn't I didn't mention a breakfast, but you know I think uh, I think I'd have to it would have to be a Sunday, and I'd have to go to Jazz Cafe for breakfast, uh-huh. which, which Nick Keith doesn't ever want us to talk about in the Star Telegram, but maybe we can on the podcast. <laughs> he says he has too much business already, and. Do, you know, doesn't want any more strangers coming oh, in. But Jazz, Ca- River. Jazz Cafe on, <laughs> on Montgomery and the biscuits and the, and the SOB, the south of the border, eggs would be my breakfast. Uh, at lunch, I'll be really sad if Mikosita, if the day I wake up, if Mikosita ever closes, it's a little place in the family's backyard over on the south side. And they have tamales and enchiladas and quesadillas. And, you know, the, the, the Virgie Martinez tamales are just great. You went as uh, far as to say that you want to go before Virgie does. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to think yeah, of a I, world without I, I those. I hope Virgie outlives me because, <laughs> because I, I don't want to wake up one day and not have, not have the, the, the tamales from her family. And then I guess it would have to be like lunch at the Paris coffee shop on a Monday. I like so that, I could yeah. Have, so I could have the, because the di- menu is different every day, but I like the turkey and dressing on Monday and the 
pineapple pie, mm-hmm. and they only have it on Monday, and unless there's like a piece left over, then they have that on Tuesday, but it means I didn't make it there, <laughs> if, there's, if there's any left over. And then at dinner, I, I just, uh, you know, for a long time, I've loved the uh, Santa Million's got this special duck, and it's a honey orange roasted duck. That sounds and, great. And it's just really, you know, at a, at a great old time restaurant that's been there forever, that's been, you know, wonderful fine dining forever. That is like their most perfect dish of all is this honey orange roasted duck. So I like the, the, the sort of bouncing back and forth between sort of the, you know, high-end, low-end, expensive versus the very sort of casual place. Uh, I think that's a, a good combination. Also, Steve Wilson, our weekend chef, who's, who's not in on the podcast, gave us some of his suggestions, and he went pretty uh, traditional Mexican, fe- felt like he'd have to have some Tex-Mex, bonitos. Uh, would love to have some barbecue mixed in there, and he threw in Billy Oak's Billy Oak Acres barbecue. Oak Acres barbecue. He had a chicken fried steak. He threw in. chicken fried steak. He's yes. the chicken fried steak guy in the crowd. Yes, he was bemoaning crowd. the fact that Massey's was no longer around, so he he would go to Billy's. Oh, I just Billy's because you know I'm a new timer here. So. Yeah, well, yeah. but you're leaving now, so, yeah. so I guess I'm short timers. What everyone's been calling. Yeah. And then he'd finish up at Woodshed. He said maybe Angelo's, but he he did point out in any conversation with Steve, you always learn something. He knew that, and you probably knew this too, bud, that Angelo's will actually ship you some of their barbecue true story my mm-hmm. mom has had it shipped to hawaii so oh, and did, was it good it was delicious yes. <laughs> yeah. so and th- th- that's one thing to keep in mind if you do end up having to leave town like nick or bud um you can still get angelo's delivered <laughs> to you yeah, angelo's and the railhead several places will ship. and he, he so he decided he would go to woodshed for uh the 16-hour smoked beef shin, which mm-hmm. it does sound pretty impressive. Which looks like something the Flintstones would right. when they bring it to the table. <laughs> well, that's a good last picture of yourself yeah. chewing yeah. on one of those. Uh, my my picks, and, and mine are not necessarily, you know, the places that I, you know, had the best meal ever. And I, th- I think that's true of everybody. These are the places that I have a real affection for and because of the, the people there or just experiences that I've had there. Um you know, I loved when I first moved to town. I always would have breakfast on Saturday or Sunday at Yogi's. I'm a New York guy. Can't get great bagels here in in Fort Worth, but Yogi's has a, a really good garlic bagel. I, bagel, and I love the cheese grits special. And then Yogi's, I go home and take a nap after. Yogi that. has some of that. Yogi's had some of that, that crowded, clattering mm-hmm. kind of New York ambiance about. Well, it and and a couple times when I first moved here, uh, Gary Patterson would walk in, and the whole place would kind of, oh my god, you know, and, yeah. and Patterson would just pick up his meal and and either sit down and eat it or or take it to go. Yeah. Um, Los Asaderos, I'm, I'm sort of in love with their mole. This place on North Main. It um, used to be El Asadero, but now it's now Los it's Los Asaderos. Asaderos. Um, as much as I love Rodeo Goat, and I do, I, I still have this sort of uh, mystical attachment to the Magic Shroom Burger over at Hop Dottie, so I'd rush over to Dallas and get one of those. Uh, and then I would probably have dinner at Buttons. I love the uh, pork chop that he serves. It's a porterhouse pork chop. It's like as big as your head. It's juicy. It's terrific. It's There's some sweetness to it. And I just love Buttons. I love the, the atmosphere there. And then I would have to make one last light night stop at Fuzzy's because uh, I probably kept that place alive. And the reason that they've expanded so much is partly due to all the money that I've poured into their <laughs> coffers over the year, especially for their garlic shredded beef tacos with uh, some uh, butt burning sauce for the uh, road. I, I said I would steal some for the road probably. All very good choices. Um, we did ask some celebrities too, and um, we got some – Pretty interesting uh, responses. Mm-hmm. Dina Peterson from from the Modern had a, a really nice kind of varied choices. She talked about Buzz Brews and Deep Ellum. 
that she would go for breakfast, and then she would head to the tavern on Hewland. Yeah, but dinner, she's, she's an old tried-and-true Fort Worth girl for dinner. Benito's combination number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Benito showed up on here a lot. Now, I, I know that that comes from late-night meals for a lot of people who, after a night out dancing and drinking, Benito's was <laughs> the place that was still open, and you could go get some food to fill your gut. Benito's is the definitive Tex-Mex restaurant of the 80s and 90s and aughts for a lot of people who grew up here. And, and uh, of course, I, I even remember Benito's. So. <laughs> I really liked uh, Jane McGarry's. She said, Whataburger with cheese and jalapenos, fries with six yummy Whataburger ketchups and a large Coke. I, It's true. Leaving Texas, like... You're going to miss Whataburgers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, choice. Whataburger showed up on several mm-hmm. people's lists as a place that they would include. Uh, one, one, one of our readers said that too that they would get a couple of Whataburgers and go to the botanical gardens with their with their honey and have have a picnic. Mm-hmm. I thought that was terrific. Jody um, Dean said lonesome dog. Jody Dean and Al, Al Bernays. Yeah. Um, Tammy Dombeck would go to the rooftop at Riata where uh, her husband proposed. I thought that was really sweet. Um, mm-hmm. Any other ones that kind of jump out at AJ's on Main? Newey Scruggs is a big fan of AJ's on Main and, uh-huh. and Grapevine, some, some barbecue. Um, a lot and of uh, and, old and South. Sal- I'm glad Salaspino because Salaspino knows where to go on the north side, and he was talking about the Entomatados at Nuevo Leon, which I have never even had that particular dish at Nuevo Leon, but I, I like the, the enchiladas and the other dishes there. So. Uh, and uh, he says the the uh, breakfast at Champions, which I'm not sure what that is, but but uh, I know that uh, that Sal also goes to Las Peticas on Northside Drive, which is a great uh, green enchilada place. Several people, uh, of course, threw in Old South, you know, some pancakes at Old South because people have fond memories of uh, of eating there. Uh, Malcolm Mayhew had a an interesting kind of mix of between uh, he he also would would have breakfast with you over at the Jazz Cafe, Bud. And uh, then he would head out to the barbecue on the Brazos and Crescent, uh, have a dinner at Fireside Pies, garlic and sage pizza. And then uh, he would finish up at the Waffle House, which is kind of an interesting one because, you know, it's not like Waffle Houses are only in Fort Worth, but you love what you love. Um, we were getting a lot of responses on our Facebook. Yes. Which you can find us on Facebook and tell us what your last meals would be. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying uh, Swiss Pastry Shop. Other people said Spiral Diner, The Loving Hut in Arlington. So we're getting a lot of responses, and we want to hear what you're saying. So we have a lot of vegan readers on Facebook. We, I think, yeah, we left out a little bit of the vegetables, and someone already just said uh, Dairy Queen. So Dairy you know, Queen. It's well, Ther- the spectrum. Teresa Govins also uh, said she would like a big, she's one of our critics, uh, said she would like a big Texas salad at Spiral Diner, and yeah. she she would want to have a uh, some some perfectly baked uh, bread at Empire Baking Company. Uh, that was an interesting choice. Um, some some of our reader picks online that we included uh, in, in the story, which I thought were terrific. Um, breakfast at Ginger Brown's. That was the Whataburger picnic lunch at the mm-hmm. Botanical Garden, and uh, chicken enchiladas at Los Vaqueros, which is another longtime Fort Worth favorite. Um, any other ones that kind of jump out at you guys? I like the one that had a uh, cafe uh, Medi in Hearst, which is one of it's a Greek restaurant. Yeah, one of my cafe favorites Medi, also. You know, if I had to live, which I no offense, I like to live in the city. I, I, I like right. to live in Dallas, in Fort Worth, but not like in, in up in the northern suburban. But if I had to live in in, in the greater northern suburban area, you know, the cafe Medi would be one of my real. Yeah, I would go there often. Yeah. Really good. Um, 
It was an, this was an interesting process, Nick. So thank yeah. you for. Uh, it's well, it's sad that it this comes about because you're leaving. I know, and I'm going to miss it a lot. And I've had a lot of fun filming this, so or recording this. I'm still hoping that maybe you'll just say that it was all a big joke and you're actually staying. Yeah, I just needed some new restaurant suggestions. Yeah, we so just needed a, a PR stunt. We needed a, a topic for a story <laughs> no, and a, a podcast. Great. I've eaten really well in Fort Worth, and that means I've lived really well in Fort Worth. So it's been great. Well, we'll have to hit a couple of these places before you go. Great, and uh, we're going to miss you. Until next week. See you. Well, not for you. But uh, <laughs> you don't get to say that. I don't get to say that. Until next time. See you, man. <laughs> <laughs>